Before we begin our Torah study, let's pray together. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam asher kidsheno b'mitzvotav etzivanu la'asok b'divrei Torah. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. This week, we are at the end of our readings in Exodus, and I want to look at Exodus chapter 35, verse 21, which is a continuation of the teaching about the Teruma offering and the artistic and craft work for the sanctuary. It says, and they came everyone whose hearts stirred them and everyone whose spirit made him willing and brought Adonai's offering for the work on the tent of meeting, for the service in it, and for the holy garments. And I want to take notice of this detail, everyone, everyone whose heart stirred him, everyone whose spirit made him willing. This was a work that involved the whole community, the whole kahal of Israel. And it also connected heart and spirit. Heart and spirit were working in tandem, working together. And I think that's something to take note of. The people were also stirred and they were willing. They were stirred, so they were touched, but they were willing as well. And I love this because everyone whose spirit made him willing, um, this, this says something to us because we all know that some people are more reserved or they're shy. Others are more expressive or assertive. But what we can take notice of is that everyone whose spirit made them willing actually participated. And this passage reminds us that God also takes notice of people who are stirred in willing. And let's remember the promise that's contained in the calling that God had given when he said, make for me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. That was also the word that the Lord gave us and gave Sandy as she was designing the sanctuary and the synagogue when we were in the building phase of Beth Israel. But the Lord made a promise to Israel that's embedded in this calling, make for me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. The sanctuary would help Israel experience the presence of God. It wasn't so that Hashem would be confined to the sanctuary. Let's take note of that detail. He did not say, build for me a sanctuary so that I may dwell in it. Rather, he said, so that I may dwell among them. That is an important revelation from the heart of God. He wants to dwell among us. He wants to dwell within us individually, and he wants to dwell within us together. He wants to be present with us at work in our lives. And so the stirring and the willingness of the people that we read about this week are connected to God's desire to dwell among us. That idea is also expressed in Yeshua's Passover instruction to his disciples in John 15, 7, uh, where he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then ask what you desire and it will be done. Yeshua is teaching us that our life is connected 
to his life. Let me read the whole passage that contains that idea. John 15, starting in verse 5 and going to verse 7. Yeshua said, I am the vine and you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that's thrown away and withers. Such branches are gathered up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, so that you bear much fruit and prove to be my disciples. Yeshua is teaching us that his words are life to us and that our life depends on being connected and staying connected to him. His words are life to us. That's why Yeshua also restated the Torah teaching that we cannot live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. In fact, Yeshua used that Torah verse as a spiritual weapon himself against the adversary. So we depend on the word of the Lord. We depend on God being present with us. We depend on drawing life from the Lord. And let's remember this, the life of faith is life. It's a way of living and we're trusting in a faithful and a good God, a faithful and good God who wants to be close with us, who knows us personally, even knows our name, and who cares about us. This, I believe, is a foundation stone for us. It helps us understand the good plans and future that God has for us, even though we know that life has its challenges, its ups and downs, its setbacks, its disappointments. But even so, God is doing good for us. And he causes all things to work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. This helps us relate to all of those in Exodus who were stirred and willing to build the sanctuary of the Lord and to contribute to the building of the sanctuary. The people at that time were on a journey from slavery to freedom, from being slaves to Pharaoh, to now being servants of the Lord. And God had promised to go with them on the journey. But here's a fact. We are a people who are always on a journey. And God has promised to go with us. Isn't it true that we're always on a journey? Just when you think you've got it all figured out, something unexpected happens. Just when you think everything is stable and steady, something changes. Just when you're ready to, to be settled, the Lord reminds us that we are always halutzim. We are always pioneers. We're always moving into new territory and God is giving us new opportunities. Someone once said, constant change is here to stay. Well, if that's the case, how do we find stability in life? 
I think the answer is clear. It's not in our circumstances. It's not in the world around us. It's in the Lord through Messiah. Let's read a short passage from the letter to the Hebrews. We could say the letter to the Messianic Jews in Hebrews 6, verses 18 through 20. The writer says, We who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to hold firmly to the hope set before us. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope that is both sure and reliable, and one which enters within the veil of the heavenly sanctuary, where Yeshua has entered as a forerunner for us, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Let's remember that the earthly sanctuary and even the later Jerusalem temple were built according to the revelation to Moses for the sanctuary, to David for the Jerusalem temple, the revelation of the heavenly sanctuary and temple. And this is the temple, the heavenly temple, that Yeshua has made his atoning sacrifice for us. And Yeshua has become like a, he's a forerunner, and we have a hope that's an anchor for our souls. This tells us that we need an anchor for our souls, and we have an anchor. The hope that's set before us, it's in front of us. It's, it's available to us. What are we to do? We are to be courageous and take hold firmly onto this. The hope we have then serves as an anchor of the soul. It's sure, it's reliable, it's an anchor for us. And this is because in the simplest of terms, it's because Yeshua has become our high priest forever. In addition to the hope that God gives us, let's remember that we have the promise of God's shalom, his peace, we have more than our own peace to rely on. How many of us can confirm from our experience that our peace may sometimes go up or down depending on situations and circumstances? Thank goodness we have God's own peace to rely on. And that's what Yeshua taught us in John 14, verse 27. He says, Shalom I leave with you, my shalom, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. It's not the circumstances that will produce lasting peace. It is the peace that God has that he shares with us. This protects our hearts from trouble and from fear. Philippians 4, 7 makes that statement very, very clear and succinct. It says, and the peace of God, the peace of God, which is greater than we can understand, will guard your hearts and your minds in Messiah, Yeshua. The peace of God. That means God's own peace, the peace that he has, the shalom that God has as the creator and the great authority over all of creation. This peace, God's peace, will guard our hearts and our minds. This peace, God's peace, will watch over 
and protect us. And there's one more word I want to share with you this evening. Let's remember the prophetic words of Jeremiah, who faced challenging times and difficult circumstances, but he learned to find hope in God and steadiness in God. Jeremiah 32, verse 17 through 19 says, Ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power and by thine outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for thee. And it goes on, great and mighty God, great in counsel and mighty indeed. Some of you may remember a song from 1986 that Don Mullen wrote and recorded back then called Our Lord God. And it's from that time that's dear to me because it's when I first got married and I also came into a living relationship with Messiah. And here are the lyrics, very simple. You'll recognize them from what I just read in Jeremiah 32, but maybe they'll touch your heart. Ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thine outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for thee. Nothing is too difficult for thee. Great and mighty God, great in counsel and mighty indeed, nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing, nothing is too difficult for thee. So let's close now in prayer. Lord, we want to take hold of the hope that you have for us and the peace that you give us, your peace that you share with us. Thank you for stirring our hearts and our spirits to action. Thank you for dwelling among us. Thank you, Lord, that nothing is too difficult for thee. We love you, Lord, and we pray this all in Yeshua's name. Amen. Well, I hope you can join us in person for our Shabbat service on Saturday in the Beth Israel Messianic Synagogue Sanctuary. We'll have a great time tomorrow. We'll also be live streaming the synagogue service. In a moment, we'll close with Aaron's blessing and then a final worship song. But first, would you consider standing with us financially? You can go to our webpage, bethisraelnow.com slash giving for all the details. And now Aaron's blessing. Yivarechecha Adonai v'yishmarecha, Ye'er Adonai panavelecha v'yichunecha, Yisa Adonai panavelecha v'yasem lecha. Shalom. May the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep guard over you and protect you. May the Lord cause the light of his face to shine upon you, May he be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his face to you and give you his peace. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen.